This is Rheumatology Republic reporting from ULAR in Madrid. I'm Felicity Nelson and I'm catching up with Dr. Owen Lim, an Australian rheumatologist and the editor of Rheumatology Republic. Hi, Owen. Hi, Felicity. Thanks so much for joining us. So I understand um, you're going to tell us a little bit about some of the big themes that we've seen at ULAR. I started with the opening plenary and it is very clear that ULAR has a vision. And, and the vision is to really improve the awareness of rheumatology and the uh, perspectives for patients. And, and I think all rheumatologists want this, but EULA seems to be putting a lot of groundwork into developing education programs, in uh, lifting up patient support programs, in actually engaging with health, allied health professionals apart from just doctors. Uh, and there's, a, there's definitely a feel that there are patients around here as well. So I think uh, that, that's a, an overarching theme that I see year after year uh, at EULA, uh, which I hope we will reproduce one day in Australia being honest, I don't think I've learned anything at any of these yet um, in the last couple of days which would change my practice, but it's very nice to see people talking about these things. So what are some of the abstracts that you've spotted that were uh, quite interesting for Australian rheumatologists? I can't move around here without you know, hitting a session on jack inhibitors, uh, and that may reflect my own kind of personal biases in, in the sessions I attend, uh, but it's there's certainly a, a big, big emphasis on the small molecules and, and, and the role they will play. I'm also um, interested to hear uh, so many people talk about biosimilars uh, and in fact in a number of sessions I attended they really bring it down to cost because unlike Australia um, in some of the countries the payers i.e. the government can mandate which biologic you use and, and a lot of that is based on cost so it's, it's quite interesting to get a different perspective. Uh, I think we should be considering costs in Australia. I don't really know how many rheumatologists actually uh, use that metric in deciding which actual agent we, we uh, prescribe uh, but it's obviously front and centre in the minds of many European colleagues. Yeah it's interesting how you talk about the price of drugs being quite important. Why is that an issue that's different in Europe compared to Australia? Is the pricing system different? Yes, uh, in Australia we're very fortunate in that we are not, um, the actual drug choice is not mandated and we actually are quite spoiled for choice uh, and, and that's lovely. Um, but, but, uh, but these are expensive drugs and, and, and I think um, more and more it is a consideration that will that that we um, need to be aware of uh, I, I i don't want the government to mandate what i use but by the same token i'm aware as a, a prescribing rheumatologist that my decisions do affect budgets and, and, and availability of uh, a limited health dollar to be used in other ways uh, one final comment uh, f which I'll make is that it's lovely to be in a conference where there's so much Twitter activity. Now obviously I'm a fan of Twitter. Um, it, it does. I, I started off using Twitter as a way to keep awake uh, during sessions and, um, because usually I feel so jet lagged when, when I'm over in continental uh, Europe. But uh, the level of engagement increases every year 
And uh, it's great to see so many Australian rheumatologists actually using this field. And uh, sometimes if the session I attend is too boring, I actually scroll through the EULA 2019 hashtag and I can actually virtually attend multiple sessions at the same time. Uh, and it's also surprising as I walk around how many uh, people that I initially met on Twitter that I now recognize uh, in real life so to speak and in fact we're having a uh, uh, Twitter which is uh, for those of you who don't know is a meeting where we can uh, see each other face to face and, and uh, that's that's a lovely thing that I'll end on. That's really interesting and I, I heard from some other rheumatologists that social media is a really big deal in rheumatology why is that the case? I don't think that's that's the same with other specialties necessarily. Uh, we, we have a cohort of uh, rheumatologists who seem to have got on board in the last few years and I, I think at last count there must be about 40 or 50 Aussie rheumatologists actually on Twitter. Some obviously dabble more than others uh, but I think it's a way to engage with each other um, you know in between the times you actually get to see each other face to face which which is actually quite uh, infrequent um, and it's also a way to uh, share ideas or, or, or share research that you might be interested in or just have a light um, a humorous uh, chat about something online and, and I, I do enjoy it for that um, well thank you so much for coming on the rheumatology republic mini podcast series it's great to hear um, how you've been enjoying the conference Thank you, Felicity. It's my pleasure.